yeah, I like I like getting new new electronic toys. I'm just going to leave that out there for them to try and figure out what that is. Yes, it's a Major Morgan. Do you remember those things? Major no. Morgans? It it's was Major a little Morgan. sort of plastic major uh, which which had keys on it and they made notes and you could play music on it. You could get little cards that you inserted into his bottom. And I need to know now. Major Major Morgan. Oh my god, I need to I need to. I need to see this. It's like that Oh my god, I remember him. Yes. Yeah, you and you had the, the spelling thing and then you put the th- I had a little I had something similar <laughs> but not but it wasn't like that. You didn't insert, insert cards up his bum. You this is a very weird conversation. But yeah, yeah, because my friend had one of those. You got these little colorful cards yeah. and you yeah. yeah. And you put it, put it in and then you could play a tune on it it was great because there was another one there was a calculator one as well that's the one i had solve problems for i can't and it had a little thing that got really excited and had his little miss josh go and i've still got it somewhere professor calculus or something professor something it comes in a yellow case yes yes yeah i have i still have it somewhere and i don't know where it's in one of my boxes somewhere that i've put away and i still have it i've lost all the cards that go with it but i still actually have my professor and And he's got his little mustache used to go mental (laughs) <laughs> right, these are toys right? from the 80s and today's mm. show we are going to be talking about another thing from the 80s as we finish off our discussion about uh supergirl the 1984 <laughs> film um and uh, uh yeah we'll do that after after these titles welcome to murdering a podcast two writers journey to produce a narrative murder mystery so at the end, it's been a while since we recorded this. I thought we'd go straight on and do it. And then we've just been chatting for uh, two hours about nonsense yeah. because that's what we do. Uh, yep. <laughs> so uh, yeah, at the end of the last thing, we we sort of defined what the film was, and yes. we talked about what we liked about it. We talked about what we didn't like about it. And so now yeah. we have to start the process of trying to rewrite it for a more modern age, uh, where we actually try and, and figure out what we would want to get from a film like Supergirl nowadays. So let's start with our main character. Um, what... I haven't seen the new series of Supergirl. I saw a couple of the episodes. Yeah. I saw up to the point where they were they were looking to introduce uh, the Martian Manhunter, um, and then I no longer had access to it, so I didn't. <laughs> I um, so I was like, I don't have a TV license, so I I watch Netflix and Prime and and, and Disney because I don't I don't bother with a TV license. Um, I don't watch TV enough. Uh, terrestrial TV, I watch everything on 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 streaming channels or on demand. So. Um, I don't need one, but yeah, I lost access to it when I when I sort of moved into this place and I didn't have a TV license or anything and I didn't have Sky or anything. I can buy it off Prime. You could you could get a Now TV. To, is it on Now TV still? I know I sometimes they get rid sure of it, but I, uh, like five or six quid for a Now TV subscription, you can watch the whole thing. I think. I think. Oh, I might might get that for a couple of months because I did that yeah. with um with the U the Brit TV bo- Brit box Brit thing box. Yeah. where I watched it because I wanted to watch Brit- Spitting Image and because I remember what it was like in the eighties and it was savage, brilliant in the eighties. It wasn't as good now. No, it wasn't. It was really tame. I was yeah. like, you, oh, yeah. where's the savagery? It's not. It's, it's nowhere near as spicy as it was. It was always like proper. Sp- I like the new term spicy to describe <laughs> someone being savage now, right? Because I I somebody said spicy like somebody said, oh, you're spicy tash. And I was like, I like this. 
um, I think I was I was savagely going at a misogynist who had, who'd made a a comment that uh, women shouldn't be allowed Instagram when they have a boyfriend because you know his girlfriends like uh, preferred the Instagram likes over sex, and I pointed out that that's probably because he was shit in bed. <laughs> <laughs> and very insecure um and yeah i got called spicy tash and i was like i like this i like being on the spice so yeah savage that's what's but if you if you're not in the new kit you're not with the lingo there you, go. you know something is i still say fab oh, and lush, we've so. had we i had something spicy this week we've just had Did a you? we've just had a taco bell open in in gloucester and it's the first time i've ever had it but i i love mexican food and mm. it's like now there's there's Mexican food delivered to your door, and it was nice and fresh. I was expecting it to be like fast food kind of lettuce and things like that, but it wasn't. It was yeah. really nice, fresh stuff. So yeah, that, that was a good experience, but the only, so, uh, completely the unrelated to what we're meant to yeah. be talking about. But, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not. I, the only thing I like is a chili con carne, and it's only if I make it myself because I've I've managed to get it spicy without being too hot. Right. So I've yeah. got a particular yeah. thing that I do. Uh, so it's got loads of garlic, loads of ginger, and you get the spice, but you don't get the hot. You don't. It doesn't burn your face right. off. You get a very quick hot kick. Yeah. If you put a little bit of chili and a little bit of cumin in it. Yeah. Um. It, the combination of those, when you eat it, you get that very quick hot kick or that spice kick but then you don't have your mouth on fire by the time you finish your dinner which is good i mean i you know for me tacos burritos anything that ends in o's basically spaghetti o's you know <laughs> uh, anyway yeah right yeah. our main character supergirl uh yes. who who is she who is our main character what's the thing that we're saying now i had a thought about this actually oh did it hurt oh yes but um, I thought I I've got, got, some, coming out your got some cream for it and it'll be fine <laughs> in the morning. Uh, <laughs> i got tablets for my <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I, I had a thought which, which was, um, it would be interesting if she comes to Earth and she doesn't know who she is. Yeah. And then the theme, and I, I've got, written down here and we should be talking about the theme at some point the theme of the story could then be who am i you know who is Kara as a as a as an individual and it's it's a journey of self-discovery then as well well it is and but it also fits in with so one of the things that actually comes out in in the supergirl movie that i think gets a bit missed out is it actually is a, a kind of a um a rite of passage movie yeah, but but that would play into the idea of it being a rite of passage movie as well. Mm. So I think in the last episode we said you know you could cut out that first ten minutes. Yeah. So if we're going to do that in the first place, we we can assume that Argo City has been destroyed, like it was in the comic book by meteors. Um, yeah. It was. It was. If I'm remembering it rightly, I think that slowly the ground in Argo City turned into kryptonite and killed everybody. Yeah. Um, and so Kara was sent off to try and find the one other person they knew had a, a, a escaped from Krypton. Uh, so Kalel. I think that would be a better premise to start it. You know, you could, you could, it would, it would open it with a nice sort of dramatic thing of people dying. <laughs> nice dramatic thing of people dying. Um, well, you know, was, it would, it would give you that drama. Do we need to and... actually start that? Could you actually start with this? thing falling to earth yeah that's you the know by the way i'm doing the sound effect <laughs> with the hand movement yes this is the sound effect of coffee brewing 
No, that was the thing going through the atmosphere. <laughs> Coffee brews. Which sounds, <laughs> sounds an awful lot like Nescafe. It's, it does. <laughs> so, um, so, yes, yeah, the, so, the, the capsule falls to Earth. And maybe we see it, maybe we see Metropolis. Maybe that's our opening image is the the daily planet. And then this thing flies over the daily planet. Well, you know what I think? It could be as she comes in through the, because um, I've got it in my head is how I would do it. The image that I've got in my head would be opening as she's coming in through the atmosphere with the flames going back. Right. And then right. a few little flashbacks like that, that, the thing of the, of the flashbacks is, of, of people dying in her city, but you don't really get to see the full picture, just the occasional image and then flashing between and then, and then you go and then it pans to the, to the, the daily planet. And as you say, it goes straight over the top and then it, then you, you can have a few more little flashbacks coming in and then boom into the ground. You see, that might be a nice anchoring point. If, if maybe we don't know what happens to Argo city. But mm. as we see more of Kara, you see more of the you see more then. of these flashbacks, and that's what ha what's happened. So that's sort of related she would, back to it. She would have PTSD. <laughs> she would sure, like you just see your whole fucking planet die, and then like you know your city, the the one one of the few surviving areas, and just people just dying. Yeah. That would give you some kind of PTSD. So that's a really beautiful angle as well. You can then address sort of mental health and how that would have affected her and, and how that sort of, because trauma can cause traumatic amnesia. So she may have forgotten everything that happened, but just have these images of flashes of, of things that you discover as you go through. And I think that would be a beautiful idea. So I, I think what, what we're talking about that character, what, what she wants in, in, in terms of a, uh, you know, dramatically what she wants where we when we start off she wants to find cal she wants to find superman mm. now in the original supergirl they had quite a, a nice fairly innocuous thing which there was a, a report on the television that said that superman had gone off planet yeah so that would be kind of nice to keep so that he's not actually around but she lands to work and is completely alone yeah and i just got this idea of you know, maybe like you said, the, the first thing that you see is this capsule coming in over the world and there's fire and flames and everything. And then mm -hmm. the Daily Planet logo and it shoots over the Daily Planet logo. Maybe it just clips the Daily Planet logo and yeah. starts to it starts to knock it off Spinning. a little bit. And maybe yeah. Chekhov's gun, that could come back a little bit later on and that could be an action piece where she actually saves people from a falling Daily Planet logo. Yeah, um, it was ironically loosened by her spaceship. Yes, um, <laughs> and then, then it lands, and you know, I, I would like because because that could be where she realizes who she is and how the powers that she's got is in that I, moment where it, that kind yeah. of just when people are in danger and she suddenly goes into to, to save. But I think you could do that. You could do that in you know, as we get into the first sort of 10, 15 minutes of the film, you could actually have that first action piece, which mm. is what about uh, I want to say about an hour into the other film before you get a first big set piece like that. Yeah. Because um, like you say, the first, so you've got that bit in the original film where they're just they're, they're just harmon, you know, harm, being all harmonised <laughs> and happy, yeah, in, up in their nice little world of pretty sparkly things. I like sparkly things, and then 
you know, paper thin walls, which is stupid. And then, <laughs> you know, she steals the spacecraft. She's a shit driver, of course. And then she drive. you know, but the beginning, the, I did time it. The beginning of that film, that. by the time that she launches in the spacecraft, it's 11 whole minutes in a I TV mean, that's, show. That's act one. Yeah. I mean, that yeah. would be, you could do a good, like a, a minute of this spaceship coming down and that first maybe 10 15 minutes of her of if you're talking a feature length you're talking at least two hours maybe two and a half yeah um yeah. so you would be able to have that like really dramatic entrance you'd be able to have that time take that time of her discovering who she is she doesn't know why but she wants she needs to get to the daily planet because well, something is driving her that way or she needs to do something but she doesn't know why she has this instinct or something that do you know well, what i mean how that, about this because we're talking about journey of discovery and everything and we're talking about essentially yeah. an alien landing on earth what yeah. if she can't speak english just at the beginning oh, but, but if everyone's she got learns... an american accent including aliens no no i i mean she okay so we've we've got opening opening shot is something coming to earth what is it who is it it's still mm. asking that same question who is this baby per fish. person that's what she finds is a baby, baby fish. fish no well she crashes to earth i think possibly somewhere in the city maybe in the slums yeah and we see the capsule as she's pulling herself out of it and mm. maybe a homeless person who comes up to it and then asks that central question who are you yeah, and she's I, and I and she tries to answer, but she's answering in a language that we don't understand. So, at some point, okay. So at this point, we're kind of in a in a a chase situation. Big explosion has happened in the middle of the city. People are going to be running after. Her. She doesn't know why, so she'll have to run away from that. Yeah. So you could have her not saying anything at the beginning because I don't. I I would say I disagree on the different language, but you could have a when someone says, "Who are you?" She it, it could be that blank look, and then all these sirens and everything's coming at her, and yeah. it's that fear, and then she just runs away, and then you've got a news thing saying, "Look, searching for this person, this girl who we was who was seen in the was middle seen of the vicinity, it. yeah, 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 and who ran away from the city. You know, witnesses say that she was the cause of this or whatever. I also think no costume for the first bit. So normal yeah. clothes for the first, or what would be um, Kryptonian clothes, whatever that, that ends up looking like. Um, Cause I think we, we, you could have the costume in the pod, but if the pod gets taken with everything that she needs to be able to translate, so a, yeah. a translator in there, her costume, her everything that she actually needs is in that pod. So the first, 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 first thing she has to do is find her pod and get the shit she needs to be able to function on this planet. Yeah. I think that would be a really... So, yeah, we could go back to that. So we don't necessarily hear her language, but we know she doesn't understand English. We know that she needs this, uh, essentially the equivalent of a babel fish. I'm using babel fish because <laughs> well, I the, like... The reason I, I thought we could we could uh, hear her speaking so that we understand that she doesn't know what's going on, that she can't okay. communicate with people. So, okay. it, uh, you know, if, if the police run her down and say, stop, she doesn't know what they're talking about. She, she and of course just they would assume they should, that she acting did. Towards they'd assume that she did. But then instead of having to find the pods, that she realises that she can learn the language, maybe she ends up in a bookshop or a library or something, and then can... Because, you know, Kryptonian yeah. powers, this has happened before with, with 
Clark, I think he learned uh, other languages very quickly by by reading them. Um, you know something? Just going to rewind where she's being chased. I mean, the idea, I think, I quite like the idea of them shooting at her and the bullets ricocheting and killing a police officer and then thinking and that, then she's, th- thinking that she's got a gun or something. Yeah. yeah and then it, yeah. It, that, then she becomes a wanted person. Then I think she needs to get back, try to have to get her pod for something. I yeah. think something needs to be in there that's essential to her mission. Um, so that's the first part. And that's her discovery of who she is and her powers. Like you say, she has to learn to communicate. So she goes to, she goes to find a library, you know, she finds books and a library and she starts learning. And that, that um, you know, that idea of a chase. And again, that's we're still, in, <laughs> we're still in act one you know we don't have yeah. to go beyond that uh, on the first sort of 20 minutes of, of, of a film to be able to do this you at that point you could see her trying to uh trying to run away from someone and running faster than, than than they could but she doesn't realize she's doing it or you know trying to maybe she nearly falls off something and then is flying yeah and again, maybe doesn't quite realise what's going on, but but that sort of slower discovery of oh god, this is happening now. And like yeah, you were saying about the American there. Hero thing, where you've got she doesn't know how to fly, <laughs> so yeah. it's more like a kind of a um, an uncouth kind of jump and hover until yeah. she kind of figures out how to do it properly. And maybe the moment that she does do it properly is when that. Um, uh, that ball falls from the top of the Daily Planet, and yeah. she's because this isn't right, and jumps for it, and yeah, you know, and that's that that that's the epiphany moment, and that's the that's the I, moment she realizes who she is, and that that is possibly the moment that the the audience realizes. Well, sorry, that the the people of the city realize who she is when suddenly you've got somebody who is. Sort of flying up like Superman would, and, and and saving people. She's this new now. Instead of being this aggressor, she's now this oh this, strange this hero. Savior. Yeah, yeah. This strange savior, and you can see you again. You can look at how the um it gives you an opportunity to really look at how the media portray people. And how changeable they can be from going from you're the worst person in the world to the best person back to the worst person. <laughs> yes. Because they did that beautifully in Spider-Man. They, they managed to get that perfectly with this guy who's out to get Spider-Man yeah. um, and bring him down. And I think you've got someone like that in 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 the Daily Planet as well who's trying to, to disparage Superman. So you could have that sort of dichotomy with the, the way that the newspapers are reporting as well, which would bring a little added extra level. Yeah to the to the social side of how people would react mm. to a new superhero yes especially you especially know. when you know you could have those little conversations that that happen in 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 moments as something else is playing out you could hear somebody in the background saying perhaps uh and superman isn't around to help or something like that. Yeah. You know, so that you've you've got this constant reminder uh, reminder that, that there is is no one that's going to come along and, and and save them. That, that this is. Uh, well, you could have had something that's happened it. to Superman. You could start not just that he's left the planet, but something's happened to him that means he is incapacitated completely. I mean, you could set it after death of Superman, but there's so many other superheroes around at the time that it, it just well not know. necessarily a death but maybe he's been trapped in the phantom zone or he's been trapped somewhere or he's do you know what i mean it, it's that sure, kind of sure. you, yeah so he, it's not that he's dead it's that he has gone missing and nobody knows where he is yeah yeah actually that might work very well that could work very well okay 
that's our protagonist. And, and again, I, I still like the idea that that she's not Supergirl until the end of the movie. That the story mm-hmm. that we're telling is her journey to realizing not only that she is somebody with great powers, but that she has a responsibility to the world in a way that she wouldn't have done on her own planet and things like that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and uh, I so okay, right? That's that's our protagonist what about our antagonist i like i said before i still like the idea of a maybe not a witch but a magic user of some description i think that we could have somebody who potentially stumbles across some kind of alien substance or uh, you know well, it some, doesn't have some, to be alien that's the great thing about the DC yeah. <laughs> not necessarily an alien substance well, not, not, when I say alien I don't mean from, from a different necessarily from a different planet but a substance or a, an object that imbibes them or imbues them with powers um, so essentially you could have like a low level you know a, an evil corrupt CEO because we always love evil corrupt CEOs <laughs> um, as the uh, you know an evil corrupt billionaire you know um, don't say Jeff Bezos don't say Jeff I, Bezos I <laughs> I, I almost think um, it would be better if it was something that they'd been working towards to begin with, though. Yeah. So the, I like the, I like the idea Lex- of it being like a cult of some description. That, that, yeah, a cult would be always a good idea. Because you could keep that kind of Peter Cook character, that kind of, he's the head mm. of the cult. And maybe something goes wrong. And instead of him being imbued with all of this power, one of his followers is instead. And he gets really peed off with it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I like the idea of it. If if you've got the, I like, again, one of the things I liked about it is you've got the female superhero and the female villain. And that, that was quite a nice thing to, to be evenly matched. I mean, I don't think that's necessary, but I did quite like that because there are a lot of things that where, you, know, you don't see it as often, do you? You don't. You don't get to see female supervillains as often, anyway. So, yeah, you know, and I nice like a good female supervillain <laughs> and a good, you know. Uh, I mean, I look at the doc, look at Doctor Who with the, with the, with the, with Missy. I mean, I mean, I love that woman. Anyway. She's a slight crush, <laughs> but she is absolutely yeah, it was very brilliant. Well done, very She's well the best master that you that, that there's been in my up until that. I haven't seen Doctor Who for a while, so since her, but. As I've mentioned, I don't have a TV license. So, but you know, she was one of my favourite villains. Um, but yeah, I think you, no, she has to play the villain in our version. I just because it's her. <laughs> um, no, but the but problem no, is, she's in Sabrina, and it's I, I kind of I feeling it's the similar character, you know? Yeah. Okay, then maybe. But yeah, I like the idea There's of somebody you know, like that. Got, that's that's what. Yeah. We're, yeah. So you've got this useless cult leader. Maybe you've got some of the cult members that are trying to usurp him. Uh, maybe his wife, who's really actually the mastermind well, behind see, it. And, this would be that would be an interesting kind of plot that that there's a cult leader and there is a coup in the cult. The coup happens at the moment of the ritual, and then the the demonic thing that was being summoned gets released into an unsuspecting acolyte yeah Yeah. and suddenly they take over the cult and then they have the power they have all this magic yeah and this is where we start to see Supergirl come into her, and that's where you. And let's just scrap the need for having a, a love interest. Well, the the. Um, I, I don't think I don't think you need the, it at all. The that's random 
the random airhead man. Because again, I don't like the idea that this 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 supposedly attractive man is just portrayed as this freaking airhead. Mm. Because it's like, come on, you know, that's not how it works. Again, we don't. I don't don't like that sort of premise. Sure. You know, it, it, sure. it, it should never be. Again, we, we need to be moving away from things where, oh, well, if you're a handsome man or a beautiful woman, then you must be stupid. There's got to be something wrong with you. Yeah. I know far too many gorgeous people who I want to be stupid and they're not. They're smart, beautiful, wonderful human beings and they're just freaking nice and you try no matter how hard you try to find something <laughs> wrong with them then there's nothing wrong with them and you're like i hate you for that <laughs> because i can't hate you because you're lovely and then i don't hate them but it, it's that thing of but yeah you want that sort of um i want to get rid of that character completely that that sort of that 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 the the antagonist's motivation being to get this cute guy to fall in love with it because because women yeah. are deeper than that you know yeah. we we have other things that that we that we you know that motivate us like for me it's tea and so what books. would be a good motivate what what would be a good want for our uh, antagonist once they've achieved they've got these powers what's the thing that they're trying to achieve one million dollars and and how does that does does that and supergirl get get connected what's the i would say some kind of global destruction or um you know because power corrupts so you could have that concept of power corrupting and this person then trying to build an army so they maybe have the power to turn people into zombified versions of themselves so okay, you, but they can nice. be turned backwards so again you've got that moral dilemma supergirl cannot help harm the army because they are under this person's control right so she's arming harming innocent people by hurting the army so you've got this dichot i love the word dichotomy but you've got this moral dilemma <laughs> sure where she's thinking well, if I hurt them, they're innocents. They're not. They don't know what's happening. Because um, you were saying that in the previous one, having to say have that moral dilemma, take something and then have to give it back. But with this, I think it would be a really high stakes moral dilemma. So she cannot defend herself against this army um, in a way that would be effective or defend. You know, so she's got her hands tied behind her back, which reduces her capabilities because she cannot harm these harm these innocent people who this 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 you know creature is using to take over the world and they, they you essentially use it like a puppet master thing does that make sense it does make sense we could do with a stakes character we could do with oh ha, ha okay here's an idea vampires no wrong no, no no um okay. medium rare no still the wrong stakes supergirl so is on get my jokes. on the run we see some set pieces which are her running away from authority Mm-hmm. And at one point, she gets cornered purely by chance. Yeah. Um, she makes the wrong move. She turns down the wrong street, yeah. and suddenly there's a cop there, right in a, in her face, and he says, "Stop!" And there is a moment between them where she realizes in him that he's not there to hurt her. Yeah. And so he becomes that stakes character. He becomes almost a foil for the moral story. So she has to learn through his reaction to what she does um, who she is, if you see what I mean. 
Yeah. But this could, could be at the, after the point where she can suddenly speak English or maybe. Oh, that would be interesting. Because I think, again, you could have that on both sides because he could then, there could be a point where that, that police officer, and I'm saying he could, but um, could realise that Supergirl's not actually trying to harm them and she realises that he's not trying to harm them, that they're both just two very scared. I mean, if, yeah, if if they are suddenly face to face so close that you know they could almost touch noses with one another they're that close to one another he thinks that he that she's going to kill him mm. she thinks that he's going to kill her and suddenly he recognizes in her that she is as scared as uh, as he, he is. is and vice versa because that again with her not being able to speak again i think that's when you could realize but, that she doesn't speak the language but and this is this is the, the moment bit. well this is the moment where you could slowly and and again kryptonian learning has been one of those very, things very fast, yeah. yeah uh you know she could have fallen into into the library at that point and gone through lots of books but doesn't quite understand them yet and then suddenly she hears him speaking and she starts to parrot some of the things that he's saying and that again you get this slower growth of of suddenly being able to do stuff idea idea okay. idea oh right so just taking from what you said so they come face to face so she's got very parrot english very pigeon english sorry mm-hmm. and it's very very basic um you know like the 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 uh, fifth element with Lilu, uh, sure. checking good. Yeah, but you know, we want to we want to solve that by at mid act two or something like that. You know. Yeah. So at this point, they're face to face. She doesn't speak very good English, but she can get enough across to say that she's scared. She's not the bad guy. He realizes he's a really empathetic cop. So they go. They both realize they're both. You know that the other person's scared. The cop helps her mm-hmm. to hide her. Takes it, and that's when she learns the English. And then you can that you can have that sort of private person. So he's helping her, helping her understand. Maybe the cop's injured, and she sa- saves him. That's how he knows. So maybe he gets shot by accident by a ricocheted bullet. She scoops him up, saves him. Something along those lines, or he protects th- her. They, that they... would be that actually might be interesting that other cops come along and they're shouting and one of them fires yeah and she thinks they're still danger but this one is all right yeah and then yes grabs him up and jumps away with him and again not she doesn't necessarily know that that's how um the the uh, her powers work she's just doing what comes instinctually you know yeah, she's realised that she can jump very high at this point. She doesn't know it's yeah. flying. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think the cop needs to get injured and she takes the empathy, you know, she takes that, goes, I will save you because that is what I want to do. I'm not here as bad. And that's when the cop realises, actually, you are not a baddie. You are a goodie. Yeah. And she, very basic language, but yeah, she she, she then, when, you know, in that, that moment, it's like Tucker and Dale, when they, when they, um, with all the kids killing themselves yes. at them. Yeah, yeah, and they, they they rescue the young girl from the lake. They All these kids think that she's ki- he's kid. they've kidnapped this girl and she's sitting playing chess and drinking tea with them because they're actually really nice guys and yeah. they've done nothing wrong and it's this miscommunication thing. Mm. And I like use, I like the idea of using that. So you could have that little time with them in, say, like in a hideout somewhere and that's where she really puts the pieces together in terms of the communication and the language 
um, yeah. and he teaches it, and that and then you've got that beautiful bonding moment, and then you've got him as that that st- high stakes um, because now the cop is in danger. Now she's, you know, everyone's after her thinking she's just kidnapped a cop when actually she just saved his life. Yeah. So he's now going to try and protect her, which could put him into, and you've got all of this. Does that, you could have a a moment there. There's a moment in the original Supergirl where, uh, they're in whatever her, whatever she's called lanes, um, dormitory. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I, I keep referring to her as Kara because that, that's what the yeah, name we'll is. Yeah, we'll call her Kara. You know. we'll, so we'll Kara looks at the wall and there's a picture of Superman. Yeah. We could do something similar here. So she she pulls the cop away to what she thinks is, is safety. They end up being crashing through the, the wall of a, a news agents or something. Yeah. Um, and then there is a conversation and her language gets slowly better. And, her lang- you know, um, and... And she yeah, can finally communicate. I'm here to find my cousin. And uh, he says, well, who's your cousin? And she looks up at the shelf and points. And we see that she's pointing at a picture of Superman. We're in, we've gone way outside of the Dan Harmon story circle because <laughs> we didn't start in a comfort zone and um, uh, we haven't sort of set up desires and stuff apart from Kara um, uh, needs to find Cal. Uh, but we need to very quickly turn that on its head because uh, he's off world and everybody knows yeah. that he's off world. So Or he's, he's missing somehow and people don't know where he is. Yeah, and... yeah, yeah. So... I think we're probably, we're actually, we're a little bit down the way uh, of the Save the Cat beat sheet, if you wanted to kind of put this into something. Uh, well, this goes back to when we were talking about all the different structures of stories that you can have. Oh, yeah, yeah, look, just work, use you know. what works for you at the time. Um, and yeah. then, you know, as long as, I've always thought that it's better to put structure in afterwards so that you write the thing that you need to write. And then you go and have a look at the structure and go, okay, how have I diverged from this? And is it's going to be something that is going to be a problem? Because, See, but then it's to it's two it. different ways of looking at it, which we've talked yeah. about before. Anyway, I have different right. structures depending on what what I'm writing. So you know, so Kara has uh, pulled this police officer, our stakes character. Um, yeah. She has uh, told him that she's there to try and find um, Superman. My cousin Superman, yeah. Um, and then he has to explain to him, he, he's not here. Um, we don't know where he is. We don't know, know where he is. is. Yeah. And so her want at that point needs, her desire at that point needs to be to try and find him. Yeah. Um, but her need should be something else at this point. Yeah, which is which is I suppose she needs well, need to become Supergirl. She needs to become independent mm. of of Clark. And at the moment, she needs to survive. So at the moment, it's a base sort of sure, um, sure. need of, of of safety and survival. Yeah, and she's also now needs to keep this other person safe that she's essentially just pulled taken. along with her. Yeah, yeah, that, that's yeah. okay. Um, um, so she's got those two deep basic needs. A new need's going to arise with the with the baddie because then she that's when she's going to need to come well, th- into her this own. This is and... where we we need to because the baddie should be really a, a sort of discussion of 
of the theme and if the theme is who are you as a person then the baddie needs to be exploring that as well um well they've got these new powers we've got got these new powers so who is who is that and what are they doing uh so almost we need a kind of mirror story at this point so with all of these new powers what's going on yeah they realize they've got this 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 power to um you know control people yeah with things or they've got the power to do something um which they want to have fun with or they want to play with or they want to do something and, and that's when you can start or they start discovering that and they, this all no because they could they could as they're practicing their powers this has massive disruptive effects which is going how to impact about, on well yes her. i like the massive disruptive effects actually but how about because essentially we're saying a a demon or some sort of elder god or has in, infected this person. So they have a bit of a shortcut to understanding the powers because of, of the... This person's in their head. Yeah, the possession, let's call it. Um, and so how about this person... Uh, let's call her Selena because that's the name yeah, we'll of the, Selena, the, yeah, yeah. The, the one in Supergirl. Uh, so Selena... Um, takes the cult leader and Mm. the discussion that we have is between her and the cult she captures him for some nefarious reason that doesn't necessarily need to be explained because this is the antagonist and not the a plot um but she is keeping him almost as a pet i like the idea of the pet because it's like oh now you are my pet human kind of thing Yeah. yeah um and is explaining to him. So if there's anything that we need to know about what's going on with the B plot, with the with the antagonist plot, then uh, we're gonna learn it through the through him talking to her and her talking to him. Uh, I just had an idea. Okay. So again, I think that we could it could start like so you, like you say, she's she's got him as her pet, treating him like a pet, you mm-hmm. know. You will sit on the cushion, that kind of thing. Um, I think with her, she wants to open some kind of maybe a, some kind of hell mouth. Um, I was and just thinking, that. <laughs> bring out loads of demons to essentially infect people with to bring what up a, her little demony mates. What about uh, to to sort of like pave the way for uh, another? an elder god to break into this reality the big god yeah the big god and so the the first thing she has to do is bring through the acolytes and she does that by opening you know this this portal that that could be why he's still alive she at the okay so when when she is imbued with all of this power she could give that she could destroy all of the cultists apart from him and yes. go up to him and say, Do you want to live? And so she's given him the choice and he has chosen to live as a insignificant pet. Yes. Um rather than it being just a random reason why why he's there and nobody else is. Um so yes, so now she needs to to bring in the acolyte and the acolytes and th- that coming through opens a portal. It disturbs. Uh, let's call it the world above. So the the normal city, if their if their cult is an underground cult, it disturbs yeah. the city enough that there is a massive, massive earthquake. 
and yes. that massive earthquake dislodges the, the Daily thing Planet. That was loosened earlier. It was loosened earlier by yeah. by Kara, um, and so and so that's when we get this this moment. So this is um, this is almost like the promise of the movie. This is the the bit where you first of all, this is the first time you really see Supergirl being Supergirl, and she's yeah. doing it not because of any moral imperative, not because of any other reason that she has to do it. It is who she is. We are answering that question. And we could. This is where we get the again her cop friend. This is where we can get the start of the uniform. So it's like, he's, he says, you have to hide your face. You have to wear something. You have to do this. And he's given her instructions on how to be a superhero like her yeah. cousin. Yeah. So again, she cobbles together, like very much the early uh, Spider-Man. I mean, where they're, she cobbles they're, together a very basic thing that hides her face away. There'd be pictures of Superman all of, actually, no, they, you could do that. Yes, she could be. She could do, do that. that. And well. he's... Yeah, and then at the, by the end, she meets somebody who can create this uniform for her. That well, at the I, end of the films, you see her flying up. You know, you like know very much be, like the Smallville. You know what would be really nice is it because we're not getting her to solve the problem of where is Clark or where is Superman. Yeah, if at the very end of the film, Superman does come back and, yeah. and says, "Let me, you know, let me show you. Let me take you under my wing." At that, that point, would be the sequel. That's the well, sequel. Well, that's the sequel. Yeah, <laughs> but at that point, you could have the final image being Kara in her uniform, you know, yeah. in in her costume, which would be quite nice. I um, like that. Yeah, because then it, it and she's flying to save somebody. To save and, somebody. Yeah. 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 Um, she is now becoming the hero she's supposed to be. Yes, I like that idea. And actually, so that would that play. The, the sequel would be lovely if it is. Clark, who is technically younger than Kara, because yeah. he was a baby when he left Krypton and she wasn't. So she knows yeah. more about Krypton than he does. But um, but he is older in this world, so he knows more about this world. And Clark being completely overprotective um, yes. would be a nice kind of breakout for, for a, a, second, uh, a second. I'm sure there was something break. with that. With, with, there was something I think about, it has been done, to be fair. I think it's been done. I vaguely remember him being very, and her getting, I think that was in Smallville where he met, Maybe. where you in, we had Maybe. a very brief encounter and he was very protective. I can't remember, but that, it sounds familiar. But I do like that because it, it plays on that thing because I think he would be. Like he's been there all his life and she's still learning about humans and, and how the world works. Yeah. Um, you know, and you could have a proper big supervillain in the second second uh, film, the film sequel that they both have to work together to to destroy. Yeah. Um, but I like the idea of maybe you know that that is that that's that first time she uses the power with the Daily Planet thing getting wobbly and then and then falling off, and she's she has to very quickly. And he's like, "You need something to hide your face. You need a uniform." Yeah. Um, where are you going to get one? She goes, "Don't worry." Boom, boom. I go literally goes to a shop, get something. We've got the red and the blue. You've got the colours. <laughs> she can, she can get a Batman cloak. <laughs> oh yeah. Maybe like a like, like a that. just a costume. Yeah, a superhero costume from yeah. a costume shop that's next door. Just something. And you can have really a great funny. conversation. Why do I have to hide my face? Superman doesn't hide his face. Hide his face. Yeah, yeah that's like, the thing. Yeah, but he wears glasses. But I can tell who he is. 
<laughs> you can have that little thing that everyone does, which is all he has to do is put his glasses on. But, but I, I look completely, completely different when I take my glasses off and put my... I, but yeah. Yes. But I think what we're getting to is the midpoint, where, you know, because we're, we're basically coming towards like a half hour sorry not half hour uh, halfway through the the thing i know not much has happened but you know that's what happens in movies sometimes not Um, much has happened we've had a lot of action in fact we've actually had quite a lot there's a lot of action there's a lot of because what we're really talking about now is we're talking in scenes we're not talking in sequels so we're talking in scenes that are an action piece happens here we're not talking in uh and now the character stops and reflects and then decides what their next movement is yeah. Which is so these are the bits we're, we're we're missing out. So there is an awful lot that would happen in in that bit. Um, but what we really need to to do at that point, uh, you know, we've got to that that midpoint. Uh, Car has saved the day, yeah. um, and then yes, you get that whole that whole thing. But that's a that's a a really good. Um, it's a everything is fantastic moment when she saves that day. Everything is awesome. Everything is awesome. Everything which is means cool when you're part of a team. Which means we need to have a, a moment not long after that. So she goes, she gets a costume. Uh, she um, uh, we can have, you know, montage things of her saving other people perhaps. Uh, we and her learning from uh, the the cop about the world and her trying to save somebody who doesn't need to be saved or something like that you know there's moments that we could play on then um and as that's happening we need to see the bad guy uh actually making another move so these acolytes are already in maybe the the zombies the 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 army of zombies zombies. are created by her pointing at people and turning them into demon zombies but the acolytes are different so Supergirl can destroy get rid of the acolytes but they can't get rid of the the other zombies yeah and I like the I I, actually yeah that's good because then it's that thing of she has to figure out who she can kill who she can't Mm -hmm. Um, you know she's got to simultaneously protect and defend against these yeah you could have that moment where you know, she goes, well, why can I kill these people? I can't kill those people. Yeah. And the cop <laughs> has to explain it to her. And she's like, but I want to, but they're attacking that person. No, but they can't help it. Yeah. But I want to, yeah. I like that idea is, is that you moral, could do she some has to learn really moral. great evil dead comedy stuff in, in the middle oh, of Oh, you absolutely could. <laughs> I think at some point this, it's because I'm, I'm just an asshole when it comes to my writing. I will kill every fucker off if I have to. I will kill your favourite characters, right? I love it when favourite characters die because I love screaming at the TV going, no, you assholes, right? That is why Game of Thrones is always one of my favourites is because they killed all my favourite characters. And I, 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 most of the time I spent crying or screaming at the writer. Yeah. Um, but I do like that unsafe feeling. So I like the idea that something, what really gets her to go for because at the moment she could be she's still learning she's you know she's fighting these little battles but something and i think the baddie uh selena has to kill the cop i has to kill him like okay yeah no that that i think is good so what what and she goes on okay so where where do we get through um supergirl is doing stuff and saving the day all over the place and maybe the daily planet starts to report that there is this other person who's come in and stepped in and taken over superman's uh uh role whilst he's not here and how do we get from that 
to a point where the cop gets killed. So what is the thing that the bad guy does in order to to push Supergirl into uh, that situation? Um, this, is this is the kind of the, yeah. the, the, all, the bad guys closing, the all is lost moment, the, the worst thing that could possibly happen to Supergirl right now is that you take that one support structure that she's got away from her. She comes face to face, maybe, with the buddy, with Selena. And they Who are maybe, is, maybe is uh, breaking into something. You know what? Maybe they could be doing something to the city's power supply because they yeah. need power. They need they the need power, more power yeah. to, to, to open. Power supply is always a good bet bigger. when it comes to buddies. They, yeah. they always like to tap they into always the like power, power supply. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one way or another. You know, um, so they need this this power supply, this this energy to be able to open this gate or this hell mouth to be able to bring the bring more to, like to bring the ultimate baddie, the big big demonic bunny, baddie that's going to carry through into into the second film. That we so we can see the baddie coming out just at the end when Clark and and Kara are off doing their thing. Um, but that's what this person is trying to do is, is raise this big and they need all this power. They can get the acolytes out, and they can create the zombies quite easily, but they need this this and this would be the it. first time that um that she faces anything that can actually really hurt her yes because we've gone through that kind of that um uh, that honeymoon period of being a superhero where everything that you do is awesome yeah and now you're getting to a point where suddenly it all goes wrong and it yeah. goes wrong in the worst way possible, and her cop friend is killed. Killed, yes. Yeah. And it's her, It's she blames herself. And she doesn't know how to deal with it, because you yeah. wouldn't necessarily know how to deal with it. Because then um, you can have the beautiful sort of collapse of the hero and that, that, that sort of psychological crisis of, oh my God, I killed my friend, or I did something. Oh, babe, did you just jump? <laughs> did that. I've got a cat sitting on my desk in front of me on my on a cushion, and I moved my hand and she's like... Because <laughs> she was quite happily like cleaning herself and uh, she wasn't expecting me to move. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, you can clean her feet. Um, but, yeah, so, yeah, she does something. What could she do? So they're face-to-face. She's face-to-face with, with Selena. Like, her cop friend's with her. Yeah. What could happen? What could she do that then it's not, it can't be her actual fault. It is Selena that kills you the know, cop, but she you know what, feels responsible for you it. You know what could happen is that, that she could, uh, Selena, I'm, I mean, could, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, Kara goes to attack Selena. Selena stops her with magic, something that, you know, we know the Kryptonians are, are vulnerable to. So, um, Cop it, sacrifices himself. Yeah, exactly. He <gasps> at the last moment he runs in front of, <laughs> of something that's happening, and he gets absolutely annihilated. And then, yeah, Selena just can use boom. a lot of that. And is there's no getting away? There's no two two. He is just absolutely evaporated yeah. in front of her. Um, and it's that. No. And it's and that you- completely. Oh my god! That's the, and, and yeah, Selena can really and take in, that. No panic. She runs or she flies yeah. away. You could have that moment with you have that no moment. And Selena's like, look what you've done. Yes. Look what yes. you've done. Brilliant. You killed the only person who loved you. Nobody wants you here. And again, we're showing that sort of it's such an evil thing to do to someone. And not only that, but it could be again augmented with magic. 
so that you know that the pressure on her isn't just physical, but it's it's mental as well. Yes, yeah, and so we've physical. got this dark night of the soul that that Kara has to go through. I want to watch this film now. <laughs> <laughs> I want to watch this film we're creating now. <laughs> so yeah, so um, she is now isolated, alone. You've got this bad alone. guy, yeah, um, or bad baddie who, like, you've got Selena who's after, and she's like, ha 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 ha, evil maniacal laugh. <laughs> so there, there is now nothing to stop Selena, and we will we get this moment where, where through fear and through. Um, desperation and through uh, uh, grief, Kara's run away and she finds herself uh, alone maybe outside the city for the first time yeah. sort of looking at this this thing, looking at, at what is about to happen um, and she needs to find somebody else Yes, I think, you need to get her to a point of realisation that even though all this bad stuff has happened, there is still something worth fighting for. I think you, I mean, we could do a crossover with Lois Lane or we could have, um, I, I, you don't I don't think you should bring any of them into it to be honest. No. Well, I think it's stronger if you don't, you know, if you're just relying on, on her and, and her experience. She is the pa- yeah. yeah. I think again, you've got, you've got some of the more powerful things that they've done. Or one of the ones was with Iron Man, where it was a small child who was like, you are my hero. Just, yeah, just that. It's that it's 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 a small thing, and it, it is so true. It's it's the small things, like no matter how bad things can be, and no matter how bad, um, and 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 no matter how sort of defeated you feel, sometimes it is just one person saying, "You inspire me," or "You saved me," or "You did this thing that changed my life for the better." Yeah, that gives you that strength to keep fighting. I know that's that's happened to me where I've, you know, the, my darkest times when somebody just said, "You inspired me to keep fighting," or "You're, you know, you telling your story," or "You doing this," and whatever helped that person, and 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 they they sort of reminded me of something that was actually good about myself that I liked, and they pointed that out to me. Or something that I wasn't like, and, and, and it, it, it can make such a big difference, such a small thing. Mm. Um, I mean, obviously, the negative will always have a bigger impact, but sometimes all it takes is just the ah, funny bone. It's not funny, um, but uh, it, sometimes it, it, it doesn't. It doesn't have to be a big gesture. Sometimes it can be a small thing. Maybe a child is trapped. Maybe you know a family is trapped. A, a child is is crying to get her family out of this this thing that's collapsed and a mum and a, a, a sister, a whole family's trapped in there and, and, and you know, she, the, and Kara's, you know, walk. Oh, what there a, we go. Maybe. What about if when she retreats, the place she retreats to is the crater where her pod was. Mm. Maybe the pod is still there. Mm-hmm. But, but, but for various different reasons, she hasn't gone back to it. We yeah, weave okay. that into the the story. You know, you put barriers in a way to, to go back to it. Maybe it was, you know, the the army uh, or, something. Or, or something was there. Maybe you could see uh, members of police trying to trying to lift this capsule out of the ground, and they can't do it, and they try machines, and it w- won't lift out, and it's just sort of stuck there. But at yeah. this point, she returned to it, and the same guy that we saw in the opening of the film when. The same uh, homeless guy who said, "Who are you?" That's yeah. the other. That's the. 
<laughs> that's yes, the moment yes, she yes, 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 yes. she retreats back to that uh, that pub and he says it's you again uh and he's the person who bring brings her around yeah oh and yeah in the pod she finds oh, shivers. <laughs> in the shivers. pod she finds the, the the cape that you know like yeah. superman was wrapped in the red cape and she takes off the the batman thing costume puts the cape around her um and for we uh, there needs to be something else that that she is told, which kind of pushes her to the thing that that uh, that this is how you defeat the bad guy, and it needs to be something along the lines of, well, you know, uh, if you can't hit people until they change their minds, then maybe you just got to talk to them instead or something like that. You know, the 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 message at that point is you've got to outthink the bad guy instead of yes. um instead of just going you know going and trying to hit it, uh, yeah. and that gives her enough inspiration to get back maybe, into the fight. Maybe the homeless man tells her her story, tells her his story, or yeah, um, that would that would work well. He's yeah. the kind of Gandalf character. If if you were doing a normal hero's journey, this would be in kind of at, at one or at two. The you know the meeting of the mentor bit, uh, but it doesn't it doesn't have to be in there. You could stick it at the end, and it could be just as powerful. Yeah. You know, but yes, he could. Uh, he could talk about his story and maybe it'd be a long shot and it might be too convoluted but maybe he could be martian manhunter yes but you don't know that straight away you don't know you that don't know that at this point yeah. yeah yeah when he when because he becomes... there's there's so many parallels between martian manhunter's story and and kal-el's story and, and kara's story that actually yeah. that might might work quite well but yeah. he's hiding and he's a shapeshifter, so he's hiding um, from... So why isn't he helping with this? Why wouldn't he help physically? Why would he hide? Um, I mean, to be Because fair, he's would, being I... hunted by another Martian. Okay. Because there are white Martians and green Martians, and the white mm. Martians hunt the green Martians, and he's a green Martian. Ah. So he's come to Earth to, 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 to try and... To hide. To, and, and his family were killed in, in the, the the process as well, so mm. he's very clearly doesn't work. And this could play into his story as well. I give perhaps, you a spin-off. <laughs> yes, because perhaps it's Are you seeing DC. You need to give us all your storylines. We'll write them. We'll make them good. Perhaps it's seeing Kara do this stuff that actually pushes him to go. I maybe need to I get, should be. Yeah, taking, I need to fight back rather than hide. Rather yes. than hide. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, especially because his story is he um he lost all his family, lost everyone, then came to Earth and he met somebody else and that goes wrong. And just his life just keeps going bad and you know Yeah, I like that idea yeah. that he turns out to be and it's just a very brief look at the Martian Manhunter because this could be them building into something more for a franchise, for a supergirl franchise on this. Um You could you could even you could even put that into the story where she says what do you know you're just a human and he could say yeah. i'm not human and show her his true face yes and then she could say can you help me and he can almost go and do it and then i i i, I can't if they find me they'll kill me yeah 
Um, He's like, I can't help you. That that it's you have to do this alone. Yeah, I cannot help. You. But at the again, you could have something. Could I don't know because isn't the Martian Manhunter like have the fear of fire or something about fire that he can't go near? Oh God, I think so. So I, that could, something, yeah, could that could be the be, thing that she's be. having to stop as well. But so something, whatever they're doing, creates a massive fire. So he cannot help her with that. She's the only one. Yeah that can deal with that or he goes to help and something stops him mm. maybe at first he's like i but cannot again, help. again if you're very early in the martian manhunter storyline then it might very well be that he is just scared of being found out yeah and that okay. he yeah, needs so we a have bigger, that really bigger push that yeah 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 yeah. so we have that really early so you have him saying i'm you know i can't they'll find me they'll hunt me you have to do this alone, but you can do this. And because if, of, if I you know, know your cousin, essentially. That's, that's a compelling argument. If they find yeah. me, they'll kill me, and I'm the last one left. When, yeah, that's yeah, a pretty, that's pretty more compelling argument than, well, I don't want to, it's tiring. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, I think, yeah, so the if they try and, you know, if they find me, they'll kill me, I'm the last one left. So she's like, you are, you're on your own, but I know your cousin. I know your cousin, I've, and I know I've that seen he, your cousin. I've seen I your cousin. I know you can do this. I know, yeah, you have and the power. Gives her you. that that power and everything to to kind of. Join, yeah, join your greatest in. power is in your head, not in your fists. Yes, yes, essentially. Yeah. And what because and then she has to outright outsmart selena and all the baddies and yeah. do something that pushes the the selena and all the and the and the acolytes into the so as soon as selena's gone back into the hell hellmouth, all the zombies just drop and they're fine after that and they start coming to and they're like oh what happened all the acolytes get yanked back in see this but, this is where we you could do you know Martian Manhunter's transformation can happen off screen. That mm. his realization that that uh, she might need a little bit more help than that. So yeah. I, uh, after the whole inspiration thing, she clearly needs to sort of fly off and is going to, I suppose, look at what's happening in in the city and try and figure out how she can. Uh, solve that problem the problem we've got right now is that we've got a main character who can't talk to anybody because there's nobody else yeah around her she needs to see um want <gasps> somebody being transformed so again we could have that sort of little inspiration talk but um john jones martian manhunter can can say look let me and she's like but it's worthless it's pointless it's like let me show you that humanity is worth saving yeah because she's going yeah but they're, they're trying to kill me too i don't believe in humanity he's like no they're worth saving and i'll show you how and he does something and he shows her something like he yeah. shows her images of a child trying to very right take they get their parents out images of a parents risking their lives to save a save their child you know people risking their lives to save each other and go no this is what humanity is truly about they're flawed they've they've got but, flaws yes. but, but you know don't give up on them but don't give up on them and then at the end of it she can say come with me help them 
and he could say, I, I, I can't, they'll, they'll kill me. And she could say, I'm going to keep asking because I'm not going to give up on you. The cat agrees. I don't know if you could hear it in the background, but the cat agrees. She can't even hear it, but she could agree. She agrees. I like that. Yeah, we're nearly there. Thing. We're nearly at the end of this thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So With, she's well. now it's got really this inspiration. Cool. She's now she's been shown what humanity is like. It's flawed, yes, but they are worth it. You have to believe in them. You have to keep pushing, and you have to keep fighting. They need you, Kara. Yeah. Um, and she's like, they need you too. And he's like, I can't because I will die. They will kill me. The the the, the white Martians will kill me. She's like. I'm never going to give up on you. You know that. And then, boom, she flies away. And he's kind of just left there going, okay. Like, you know, that, that <laughs> moment of, oh. Yeah. So he's now left to process that. And then we go back to Kara, who's now given, you know, she's now got this plan. Yes. She knows what she's going to do. She's going to outsmart, uh, I, yeah. what's her name? I, I think we need to see Kara taking a moment to look at what's happening, to kind of analyze yeah. what's happening. We focus in on various different things uh, uh, that are going on. She sees uh, Selena turning somebody and... Uh, uh, Maybe she doesn't know that they can be saved, but maybe she hopes that they can. Yes. Because hope is obviously always a big theme in Superman stuff anyway. So yeah. maybe that's where we go with that. And she works out that there are two sorts of, of, uh, 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 of bad guy there are people who've been turned and then there are these other acolytes who are maybe the acolytes are, are turning them as well yeah um and then selena is doing the big opening of a portal thing yes how could she figure out the difference how could she figure out all that oh well they'd look completely different okay and then if you imagine, oh, yeah, imagine having a, about what humans are and who they, yeah. So no, yeah, no, I get that. But idea. imagine you have an altar, and then there was one person at, at the top of the altar, and they're opening a portal to something. And then either side, you've got, I don't know, maybe ten or fifteen things that look maybe like Egyptian gods or something like that. It's strange heads, human bodies, and yeah. you can see them pointing staffs and uh, and turning normal Something. people into yeah. into, into, into <gasps> this army. Oh, I've got an idea of how she could figure things out. Right. So taking that idea, so you've got these sort of weird sort of creatures next to Selena zapping people. So Selena's not actually doing it herself. The zappers are doing it yeah. or the acolytes are doing it. So they're zapping. So she wants someone zapping. And they, that one of, after having seen she's this person zapping a, a person and that person turning into or the baddie to zapping a person or the acolyte zapping a person and turning them into a zombified creature um you know she that per, that that acolyte sees um cara my cat is getting impatient <laughs> sees cara and then and goes to fight her so they first go head yeah, to head I, she I think kills the acolyte and then she spots the fact that all of the people that she that the acolyte turned comes back to reality yes and that's how she figures it out and at that point i think the other acolytes need to see what's happening and one of them will say with subtitles protect the the uh high priestess whatever it is whatever it is, you know protect the portal and yeah. so they send up something so that the majority of that portal is protected that, that, that Kara has to now get 
get through. Um, but obviously things are still coming out of it. So there is an, an entrance. There needs to be a way of her being able to get into it as well. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, we need yeah. to be able to solve that problem in the future. Um, <laughs> so she has to battle through the, these other people. She needs to uh, incapacitate the big bulk of the army without actually hurting them. Yeah. Whilst these accolades, uh, acolytes, sorry, are fighting her uh, at the same time, using the the staffs the, to to propel out magical energy, which we know will will hurt her. So she has to either dodge that or find ways of of disrupting it or knocking it back. And then they can make whatever. the ground uneven for the person who. Could, oh no, that's the that's the original film. That's the original one. Well, they yeah, could sorry, do that and then realize it doesn't work. Yeah, because she just goes. <laughs> Because <laughs> uh, yeah. that would be a nice throwback to the original film. So you could have that thing with the lava, and, and then she just sort of stands there, looks you, at them, and just hovers. You, <laughs> can, like, you, you can have the thing, you know, the, the the floor suddenly becomes really uneven, and she just hovers and goes, Who would think that would work? And then, uh, yeah, that's, you know, it's a, it's a call to. to that's the, the that's that's the akin to the um the the Superman moment where he's in handcuffs and then they go oh now you can come out and he just goes tink and then yeah. fucks off yeah, yeah. <laughs> that it's that equivalent we need that equivalent widget with the all the grounds going and the floors and then the floor disappears oh maybe the floor disappears underneath her and she's just hovering and going seriously yeah like dickheads <laughs> that, <laughs> that moment of I, yeah where she sort of does a face palm and goes <laughs> i like the idea of stuff that you know maybe maybe the, the they send a beam of energy across to to, to kara who grabs a, a dustbin lid or something and holds it up as like a, a shield and then it turns yeah. into a snake or something and then she has to mm. battle off that and you know so there's, or something, yeah, yeah there's lots of things that are being thrown at her so it's not just a case of uh right we hit this thing and then we hit this thing and then we get to the, the <gasps> solution at the end but there's more obstacles along the way so there could be that moment so i've just got the image in my head so she's standing there you've got selena with all her acolytes and then selena goes ah papa and then goes and the floor goes and it falls down and she's just hovering and just looks down looks up at selena makes a quip and sort of like really and then <laughs> selena just goes boom and of course she gets sent flying and yeah. she's like did you think that that was all i could do child <laughs> you know and she's like no and so of course she then comes in and she grabs and then they start sending the bit and then she gets the bin lid and does that and it and she then they go poof and then the bin lid turns into a massive serpent or some kind yep. of beast and then she's like oh shit and then she has to battle that this is a really good story and <laughs> this is right <laughs> essentially what we're doing is we're mapping out a big cg battle at the end of it which is one of the yeah. things i don't like about the superhero films but, but in this instance i think it might work um i like the idea that actually Kara's getting beaten down that despite yeah. everything that she's not winning this this fight yeah that she's nearly there but then she just they just the... throw everything at her like yeah. everything and yeah. she keeps getting back up and she keeps fighting and, and she, she keeps, keeps going, going no matter what they're throwing at her because i like that idea because it that's the thing in the in the original that i didn't like is she gave up too quickly on so yeah. many occasions she was yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. i can't do it anymore no you can do it oh, okay then you know and after she's had this talk with the martian manhunter now she is determined she is not going to give up yeah. she is she is never going to, you are going to, we'd have a, a, a good sort of few minutes of, of this 
battle where where things aren't, aren't going her way. And I think at some point, sorry, that she could go. You will have to kill me to stop me. Yeah. From you know, I will go until I die, and then uh, Selena goes, "All right." And some kind of kryptonite thing happens. Like we need a, a kryptonite moment where she gets shot with kryptonite. Okay. okay. I don't know how or why, but something happens that not necessarily <sighs> kryptonite, but something happens that actually nearly kills her. That gets close. Well, you went. Oh, that's an idea moment. No, well, no, it's an idea moment because that's the point that Martian Manhunter turns up. Yeah, so she's like... You need to, really. Um, yeah, but she's still going, even though she's like, she's 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 bleeding, she's something, she's she's shocked because nothing's been able to get her to bleed this far. And yeah. he can, I don't like the idea of she has to be saved by a man. She um, no, she doesn't. She's not saved by a man. He just gives her the right information. Okay. He could be out there fighting things as well. The focus needs to be Supergirl saving the day because yeah. it's her film. Yeah, but yeah. Um, I, I think if if he can be there uh, with... Because what she's doing at the moment is she's fighting off. She's doing everything that she was doing before. She's hitting things. She's punching things. She, things. You know, but the thing that should... The takeaway is you need to use your... Uh, right. You might know. In a different story, they would have a callback and a voiceover and remember to use your mind, mind, mind. But, oh, but yeah. in this one, we've got a character that could actually turn up uh, yeah. and, 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 uh, uh, and say to her, make sure you're doing this. Make sure you're doing that. Look at here. This is what's going on. You can use that. And then she uses it. Yeah. You know, uh, that she starts to see... You know, in, in, we talked about it last last episode, I think, where we talked about the uh, 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 three-dimensional three Euclidean... Uh, uh, Six-dimensional geographical it? physics. Yeah, that sort of thing. Yeah. That's that's what she does. She uses that. She figured, You know that moment where you see uh, Sherlock entering his palace, mind palace in the thing, or where yeah. you see, uh, you know, somebody figuring out the trajectory of something in a, in a, in a show and it stops and she, and her, the plan kind of comes to her, comes to her in her mind. And we see it as the audience. We see that moment where she is finally figuring out the smart way of doing the things that she needs to do. And then she becomes that leader. And I think that yes. that's when she can be turned, turned around to the, to the Martian Manhunter and say, right, I need you to distract yes. her whilst yes. I do this. And yeah. it's not him saving her. It's not that. It's no, no. man and woman working together he's, as equals, which is the message we want to fucking send. He's he's the Just. person, he's the catalyst, <laughs> but he's not the, the saviour. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's it, when they do work together, it's they're working together as equals. They're working yeah. together as 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 even it's not him saving her he just inspires her and she goes yes i've got that i've and got this plan i need you to do what, this yeah, yeah yeah and he listens and they work together and, and, and they you could equal. even even in that moment you could still have that moment I, I i can't help and she looks at him and says yes you can yes you can and and that again it's that leadership moment where it's, where you know yeah. And they inspire each other because they are both two leaders. He deals with like foot soldiers and stuff, so he's not really doing the, the main stuff. And then Kara 
Well, he can do things that will stop them without harming them as well, can't he? So he's got certain powers that that are less harmful than. And you could see that you know you could see him because he's he has various different mind powers. You could see him, you know, uh, fighting them off at one point, but then trying to put them to sleep and trying to you know whilst he's still dealing with acolytes firing at him as well at the same time. And as, as we're seeing him do that. We're seeing Kara put her plan into place where we see that she's noticed something over on the left-hand side of, of whatever it is and she can move that over somewhere. And, and, the, and, and the, the practical upshot of it is that we push Selena instead of the power coming out of, of, of this um, portal, we push Selena to a point where the power is going back into the portal and we make like a donut thing and it starts to suck all of the accolades. Accolade? I keep saying accolades, it's acolytes, isn't it? Accolades, yeah. uh, into the portal. And as you do, you see sections of this army sort of drop to the ground and turn back into humans. Yeah. Um, and, and and slowly, with the help of a few punches and pushes and stuff, then that happens, and the, that's that's it. The yeah. the battle is over, and we need a pause. We need a moment where. This is a good point for me to go for a wee, by the way, but I'm riveted. Well, we nearly finished. We're very <laughs> yeah, nearly finished. I'm quite literally We're, doing bum cheek dancing right now. We need that moment where they're standing together and they're looking at what, what's happened. Um, and uh, maybe she turns to him and says, you, you better go. Um, protect yourself. And he disappears. Yeah. And then the camera pulls back and we see a white Martian... Ooh. who's looking on and looking at what's happening. Yeah. And then we see him do some kind of thing with his, and to contact other white Martians. Yes. Because that then is opening up for, no, so we don't get the big bad demon, we get other but Martian get manhunters, the bad Martian manhunters coming of, down for, for, the, for the sequel. For the sequel. Yeah, which possibly. is where you can go, or the spin-off, which is focused on Martian Manhunter, where he then pulls in her in for the help. That and he then needs. we get then we get our final final image. You know, a, a news report which, which is saying, uh, you know, something like uh, um, people are starting to call her Supergirl. Yeah. So it doesn't need to be the sort of flying off at the well. It, it still could be, but you get that moment, and then you 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 know you get to see her tackling something maybe a little bit bigger which is is uh, uh not part of the movie properly but but then that's it that's our final image she's gone off then to save people and the film is over and if you want us to write that movie <laughs> give us loads of money and we'll do it i bet Dear I Warner brothers well yes i would watch that movie i would watch that movie i, I genuinely would i'd watch that movie and i think you know as you go through the process and if you've done uh, anything with film before you know as you go through that process it changes dramatically from where you first start to where you end up but you know there's ideas there that that are I mean, we've completely ignored all of the original plot completely. Like we just trashed it. It's just not there. But the original plot isn't good. But like, like I said, the characters are good. The acting's good. The the effects are good. But but if you were updating it, you want something that is sort of fun and and still new and still fresh. 
some really good social messages going in there. We've got some really good sort of like poignant moments where it's like themes and and do you know what I mean? It's it's but it's it's understated as well. It's not like you... I, I what I really hate with when you're doing some sort of allegory is if that allegory is so in your face yeah. that you can't get past it because uh, it puts people off. I mean, um, people don't as as a rule people don't like political stories. Mm. Something like Game of Thrones is different because it's not a political story. It's a story about politics. Yeah. Just to see what I mean. Whereas whereas something which is so akin to today's political conversations, it's too much like um uh like a, a, a kind of a lecture on what's happening and people kind of want to get away with that. But it doesn't mean that you can't include those themes and it doesn't mean that you can't have good even sometimes allegorical stories that, that actually do uh um point to the things that you want it to point to without well, if somebody doesn't want to involve themselves with that they can just watch it and have fun yeah we use a lot of symbolism and metaphors for things like that don't you and it, sure. it, it's i think that's the best way of doing it in 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 you know in a way that's going to still engage the the majority of people i mean i love watching things like that and i love being able to spot the metaphors and stuff but yeah i i like that and i i would actually watch that movie i think um you know, give us loads of money and we'll make it. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I can't say yeah. that enough. You know, no, Warner true. Brothers, yeah. give, give us, us loads lots of money, and, lots of money and, and we'll, we'll make things. it. Yeah, um, we'll make that shit. But, you know, I reckon that would, I would watch that. And I think that would be a really, a really powerful film. Yeah. And then you've got, you know, and because I do think, sadly, unfortunately, um, because of all the stuff that's been going on with the DC universe and everything, I think they've massively, massively done themselves a disservice They've recently done um, the the latest Suicide Squad they did was freaking brilliant, like to the point where I watched it twice uh, <laughs> in a row because I loved it so much. The first Suicide Squad was a bit, but then the second one, I mean, it's just Harley Quinn that does it for me, like every time. <laughs> it's it's that scene where she's get she's she's just escaped, and it, it's a scene that's on the adverts where she's just escaped this this kidnapping, like single handedly killed everyone mm -hmm. and she gets in this cat taxi cab and she's relaxing and then she sees all the guy all the other the other super villains or the guys like sneaking around the back to save her and then they're all trying they've all got this complex plan in place and then she she the, you see them climbing up the wall and she just goes what you doing <laughs> and it's like yeah we're here to save you it was a good plan well i can go back inside and it's it's i mean the whole film's worth it for that moment but it's it's that it's got a beautiful balance of comedy, yeah. action. That's what I want my DC films to be. Mm. That, not, you know, um, Batman getting pissed off with Superman, punching him in the face and then stopping because they have their mum's got the same freaking name or, you know, that type of thing. That, that, for me, that made me very angry because I don't think that would have happened. I don't think Batman would hate, you know, would, would have... It just didn't feel right for that thing and I don't particularly like Ben Affleck for a ver variety of reasons. Um, he's a pompous... Right, so, right, that's our podcast. We've actually, we've done, we've done, we've done nearly three podcasts worth of material on this, which is a lot of stuff. But I think I'm quite pleased with what we ended up with. I think we've done quite well. And that's it for this episode of Murdering a Podcast. Sorry, sorry if it was a bit longer. And if you like the longer ones, then let us know. We will try and 
give you extra legs every week. Yeah. Um, uh, not just <laughs> <laughs> uh, But until next time, thanks for coming along. And don't forget, you can find show notes and all sorts of information and information about our Patreon over at murderingapodcast.com. Yeah. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. Good luck. Good riddance. Bye. No, that's the other one. Good, no, it's luck. not good riddance. Good, bye. Good, bye. Goodbye. Goodbye to you. That was Murdering a Podcast, and if you'd like to find out more information about the podcast, the Mystery Lounge, or anything mentioned in the show, please head over to murderingapodcast.com. The music was The Secret of Tiki Island by Kevin MacLeod, and the producer was Steve Meller. Until next time, thanks for listening. <laughs>